Begin. This should be our actual theme song. We should get Cemetery to say yeah. It's pretty good. It's really good. And who isn't flexing in their true jeans? Just remix it, and then you don't need permission. I got a cell phone, but it don't ever ring. Ain't never gave a fuck about anything. Meet me in the trees. No one hears you scream. Can't never, ever, ever go to sleep. I just be flexing in my true jeans. Whoa. That's right. All right, here we go. Never gave a fuck about anything. Meet me in the trees. No one hears you scream. Can't never, ever, ever, ever go to sleep. I just be flexing in my in my true jeans. <laughs> I've never actually heard this song before. I just know that that's what the um the where people calling true religion jeans true jeans. Oh, I see. True yeah. jeans. And by people, I mean like maybe two people on TikTok uh-huh. that I just happen to follow that live in like New York City. Oh, okay. So Whoa. it's not even like a real phenomenon. That's canon. It's not a real phenomenon. It's and so that fun. song is also not real. It's, it's probably a fake song. Ch- no, check it's a fake song. Urban Dictionary. If it's on there, then it's real. Yeah. If you're wondering what song that was, it was uh, Sailor Moon and Hennessy by Young Lean. <laughs> we should credit it as that also yeah. in the thing. For People sure. People are like, can't find that song, actually. Yeah, that's that's funny. That'd be good. Um, lying to people. Well, like welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Um, we have a very special guest this week, uh, Brooklyn nightlife, uh, icon and star legend, um, and, uh, nightcore historian and archivist, uh, heaven ender hey, has joined up? us How finally, yeah, finally on the pod. I'm here. I'm here. We're, we're happy to be here. We're happy. Yeah, we're the happy royal, to, the royal, we're we. hardcore happy to be here. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, that's my pronouns. Using we, we <laughs> pronouns now. I will say we we've gotten a we lot went. better about introducing the guest, like mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, that's so. True. Yeah, we used to just. But it used not... to be kind of like cool the way we did nah, it the first part. Maybe. It was like interesting. It was a long. We used time to like coming. introduce the guests like thirty minutes into longer. Recording. We were recording like two hours. Sometimes, mul- like sometimes hour. multiple it was like times. An hour yeah, we stopped doing that. That <laughs> yeah. shit sucked. Um, go ahead and uh, send us a message if you liked when the episodes were two hours long. And <laughs> felt like you were being dragged on the concrete by the like back of your pants because i could start yeah. taking adderall again no <laughs> oh okay no. is that what that was no that was like that that wasn't a good phase for you that was a um, bad phase so yeah. we can kind of j- i think we can mm. c- jump right into it uh heaven uh we were we were talking because you know we famously feature many nightcore tracks songs remixes uh true. on the pod and um but we are only cursory fans of the genre i mean at least i am i i I appreciate the genre and the remix uh culture of it all but Mm. i don't know the history of it and Mm. who better to lead us on a odyssey of history uh of nightcore than heaven we have to talk about how our weeks were first we started to no one fucking cares how our weeks were three minutes long no one cares how our weeks were in the beginning of the episode i got the uh, how was your week this week my week was great that's Um, really good i worked at my job (laughs) and very good money so very good very good (laughs) that's what society like requires you know i got the uh i got the booster the booster when did you get that it's another i got it on tuesday did you just get the booster the on, first booster what do you mean the first would you get another booster 
Yeah, the first booster. Oh, shit. I mean, maybe they have a new yeah, one. Yeah, I got like now. nine boosters. I haven't got. Um, yeah, we're trying yeah, to. My booster I'm is. Yeah, my my blood is like. A, it's like a smoothie in there. It's like so. There's so mm. many antibodies. It's like getting really thick. And uh, I, I like forgot how much it like fucks you up. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like it does. I was like so sore, like all over my arm for like Ooh. fucking three days. How's everything else? Everything's good. Mm. I'm better. I've recovered. Okay. Mm-hmm. I beat COVID whiny? and I beat the booster. Were huh? you whining when you after the booster? Probably. Did you like whine a lot to that, Serena? Of course. Did you like go like, can you please give me some water? Like my arm hurts so bad. Not like, quite like that. My arm. It would be like she would like she would like, she would like grab uh-huh. my arm and I'd be like, ooh, watch ooh, out, just careful. to like get you. That's how it is with my titties right now because yeah. of the. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, like you already yeah, fucking I know, exactly know how it is. Boosted. <laughs> I know exactly how it is. Boost this post. Shit. Um. Yeah. So that sucked. But other than that, pretty pretty mm. normal week. See, this week thing was good. Like, this is a good way to like. It's it's a good way for us to all come together and be closer with each other and know a little bit more about our experiences, how they shared, how they're overlapped, how they layer on top of each other. I feel like much you, like you oh. just did something cool this week that you want to talk about no i did nothing cool this week really mm-hmm. yeah we forgot to release the podcast yesterday which was swaggy uh yeah <laughs> i've had it cool. i've had it well no one actually asked me how my oh yeah was. I, I i'm was, excited next for, baby that's that already how was your week bad it was bad week bad. okay and yeah. um shit uh we don't have to talk about it but uh wasn't my favorite week damn would you if you could if you could turn back time would you uh i i, 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 I don't know Okay. I don't know. That's fair. Because, you know, it all makes us stronger in the end. Share if you What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's what, what did she, who was she? Was that Katie? Who's saying that? Uh, Demi Lovato? I thought it was Daft Punk. Selena Gomez? Katie, do you think Demi Lovato is going to change her name to Sock? What? Sock Lovato. <laughs> Doesn't Levada. she have like brain damage? <laughs> Does she really have brain damage? Be, be nice. What do you like the heroin overdose? Did she actually have she brain damage? She had like damage? a stroke or something. Did she really? Some crazy shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Well, we're not going to get in trouble for it because I was missing. She like OD'd or something. No way. No, it really? Did, it did happen. Yeah, yeah there's like a documentary about like it. a whole drug situation at one point, but they're, they're like recovered Shh. and doing it. Yeah, sure. they did like a doc about it. It was like maybe, a Hulu maybe doc like, or something. They won't like change that into sock. I mean, maybe they will. We'll table that thing. one. We'll table I don't know. that one. We'll I don't see. know if it's controversial either way. <laughs> um, yeah, Demi Lovato. Yeah. Demi let's Lovato. move on. She, she's gone through enough. <laughs> that was imbiphobic of me. All right, let's keep going. Um, My week was all right. Personally, yeah. I thought it was an okay week. Wasn't good. Wasn't bad. <laughs> pretty standard there's no there's no there's like highlights and lowlights because like when you think about it like the the grind that is like life is like never ending like it goes up and it goes back down and it goes up and it goes back down i did listen to interpol on my sofa while doing poppers and that was kind of nice which interpol um the the best album the first one obviously oh, like the brand new one that just <laughs> yeah um no yeah i did that that was one thing i did this week i'm like that's it that's all i've that's done pretty exciting that's all i've done that's all i've done i've taken like two or three baths oh, oh that's nice like yeah. taking baths like, i haven't yeah. i used to during during the pandemic mm-hmm. i would like listen to podcasts in there and yeah. i don't anymore 
but I'm those too, doctor too I'm too to do baths like I'm too anxious I like oh, yeah. cannot sit in the tub of water for long mm-hmm. like even if I like try to smoke a blunt and read a book or something Dang. I'm just like I need to get out of this water I'm yeah. very unproductive right now the only thing that's I what I do about I just baths. bring weed and like and like a podcast and I'm just like chilling the only time I took a really good bath is when I took like a clonopin with a glass of wine but then I also almost fell asleep I was gonna say yeah, I was that sounds say, very yeah. dangerous you can drown <laughs> I saw I saw like, like, uh, like uh, something like Tying like when you like mount something floaties. to the wall no, so you don't get like, life jacket. Yeah, no, get like a, 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 light, a, a floaty around your neck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like the ones from Drama <laughs> like, Dairy. I think, just, I like, think like I saw a picture of like a baby like with like a little floaty around the neck. I so it just was floating there. <laughs> That's an easy way to make sure you don't drown yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the bath. I feel like clonopin and wine and bath. And that diesel jeans. Like, that's high femme. Like that is like yeah. diesel you're living, jeans. You're living like your fucking. Like if I had some Fiona Apple playing too, like shit. The first taste. That, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yo, those vibes though. Oh my god. The vibrations. I'm gonna. Oh my god. Sound effects. Can we get a Fiona Apple moment a, real quick? Just play a, that oh way. yeah. Let's do a play Fiona. We have we have a new segment oh, yeah. called <laughs> Fiona, Apple, Fiona moment. Apple moment. Yo. And I would say that that is Yo, a certified Fiona, that's a Fiona Apple, Apple moment. Wait, we should have like a recording. It's like this is a Fiona Apple moment. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a radio drop. This is yeah. a Fiona Apple moment. Let me just sample that. And then it goes like, it goes like, um, like, I don't know, like what a sample from one of. Yeah, it goes, songs. it goes like that. Yeah, it goes. It would be, it's going to be so cool. It'd be so good. <laughs> um, maybe like it says like, yeah, I don't know. We need like a, we need like a drop for it though. Cause I'm not going to like play a Fiona Apple song from the beginning. They all have like intros. Just play the whole song. And like if I try <laughs> Yeah, the drop is like three and a half minutes long. Yeah. And there's yeah. no other talking. Uh-huh. Okay, we can get back on track. I'm sorry for derailing. I just thought it'd be like fun for us to like, you know, like do an icebreaker or some shit before. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't bring it to them raw like I that. just love icebreakers. Yeah, they're not ready. They're yeah, not ready. I love icebreakers. Well, I mean, if people listen to it, they're like, you know, I feel like they haven't like broken the ice yet. Like I feel like they haven't even like broken the ice yet. And they'd be like, hmm. And they're like, I don't really think the chemistry is there. I don't think the vibe is good because people haven't broken the ice yet. But now the ice is broken. Just wearing the Matrix shirt today. I am. I'm in the Matrix today. So what's that Japanese say? The Matrix. It says the Matrix. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not all that shit. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, what does that say? Sushi recipes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh no, I've like that's what I've read before. It's just like a cookbook. Oh really? Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> And now we will pass Incredible. the proverbial ox. I need to, I need right, to read more me, about that. Let me get this going. I love the idea. I like, we should have a pass the ox drop as well. Like, it's time to pass the ox. We need some, we need some new drop. We need to replace, I'm sick of these. Yeah, we need some fresh blood. I like these. These are one, like though. the this default one's, ones that come. That one's pretty, that one's okay. That one's good. We need. It like, comes with the, yeah. the mixing board, these like pre-made drops and we... We need like a we need Beastie some... Boys sample pack. Uh-huh. Okay, you're just gonna get a couple sample packs. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some. I got some sample packs, but they're all like industrial, like pot clanging shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, but we need <laughs> like something concrete grinding. Yeah, contact microphones where yeah. they shouldn't be. Part ten. Yeah. Fuck. Like some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could work. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sound like in this? Oh, oh my god! Fuck that was, was that? Sound. It sounded like a flanger. That's like a. Yeah, I don't know. What will we call that? We'll work. It's, oh, that. it's the delay. <laughs> Good though. All right. Okay. So uh, I have a first track pulled up. Okay. So, like, okay. I can like preface this a little bit. Yes, so, please yeah. give us the history of yeah. the track. So the sort of term nightcore 
is kind of two-edged. Like, there is definitely a group of people who called themselves Nightcore that started the genre in a way. Like, they that was the title of their artist. It was like DJ TNT and DJ SOS, I think, in, like, Norway in 2001. And so this first track that I'm going to play is actually the song that inspired them to kind of start doing what they're doing. Mm. So a lot of people are probably familiar in the hardcore scene with Scooter. Okay. Mm. And so this, like, particular Scooter track is, like, the first sort of example where you're hearing a vocal that kind of kicked off the genre of Nightcore that mm. follows later. Mm. So this is the logical This is research. This is, Scooter. like, this. we're, like, 99% invisible or some shit now. Like, people are going to be like, this is what uh, having a real podcast is like. Hey. The vocal's good. So, yeah, this is the original version. So. Oh, and the breaks, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. This is, like, definitely some good, like, 90s hardcore yeah, yeah, yeah. vibes. And so, like, in the track, like, Scooter's own vocals you'll hear are, like, definitely not pitched up. It's just that there's that, like, one pitched up sample that yeah. kind of starts. And so, yeah, like, this was definitely a huge track. He was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Sounds huge. It's, it's like, stadium-type, yeah. like, yeah. shit, you know? Like, you want to hear this in, like, an arena. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. This is um, this is 2001, you said? This or? is like a little, I think this is probably like a little before 2001. Oh, okay. But like this next track is actually the official like Nightcore, the group remix of oh, this same song. Oh, so this gotcha. is where you start to actually hear the formula. So now you can even hear that same pitched up, but it's even oh, higher shit. pitched up. Yeah, yeah. And the whole yeah. track is just faster. I'm going to just need this playlist to listen to afterwards, like just to chill. Yeah. We will link... If it's okay, we will link the yeah, playlist. I can make it public. Imagine yeah. if this shit dropped a rash. I'd go yo. crazy, yo. <laughs> we're working on I'd shout out my damn glass. <laughs> yeah, this is the like, same track, just like affected with yeah. this sort of like formula that they started to create. Yeah. So what I, what I didn't realize is that it goes all the way back to 2001. Yes. Because, you know, you think Nightcore, or I think Nightcore, I think of like YouTube, like people uploading to SoundCloud and stuff and... Yeah, so I, mean, I didn't. You don't realize that the roots of it go back that far. Yeah, this is a very like LimeWire genre. Yeah, to be yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is something that it was starting to get uploaded to YouTube shortly after. Yeah. So like, you know, this was definitely one of the albums that Nightcore dropped. Like, this is from their first like album. Yeah, yeah. This on YouTube before, and so it's, it's so there. good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna switch it up now. Where did they find a p- uh, pitch shifting plugin that? Like didn't fuck up the phases that bad back then. <laughs> well, so the thing is that they claimed at some point in time that they were using a very special audio software that was proprietary mm-hmm. or something, and then like kind of gate kept it somehow. So there's like a period of time where people like don't know how they're doing this, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, so there's definitely a point like soon after where other people started to figure out the formula. So like this is another track by them that was like very big on YouTube actually. Um, Dumb Daddy Do, which is like. I've heard this. Yeah. The specific version. This yeah. is like goes back to my like core of going to anime convention raids. Yeah. For yeah, sure. no, it's very much that. Like dancing with someone in a fursuit with a glow stick. Dude, of course. You're like amped up on some energy drink. <laughs> Thanks. Talking about your favorite episode of Eureka 7. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, like, the thing is that. Um, 
Nightcore also is like gets the core side of it from you know hardcore and happy hardcore more specifically. Mm-hmm. And so like the people who founded it were kind of saying like we're trying to make songs sound happier. So yeah. like that's sort of like a thing that I think is interesting about the genre is that it's always supposed to be uplifting things. So sometimes they'll remix like really sad songs or like really down songs too. Yeah, like the Logic Suicide Hotline song. <laughs> yeah. That was the first Nightcore I song think that was I ever heard. True. Yeah, it was we played that for you on YouTube <laughs> and you were like, fuck. I was like, this is so good. Yeah, it was it's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna drop into another one that's also from the same era, like Raver's Fantasy. Mm. So this is like an older hardcore track that then it got the applied. Yeah, sounds like amnesia scanner. Like Dead Acid does. Yeah. Honestly, amnesia scanner BTFO. So this is actually a track that was uploaded by someone later who goes by Shy Guy and uh-huh. labeled like Nightcore 2. So this is the guy that started like re-uploading old Nightcore tracks after they got ripped from YouTube the first time uh-huh. and then started making his own. So this is like when he figured out like the filter crack and started just like uploading sure. other tracks. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So there's like a kind of shift. And so this track was apparently uploaded to YouTube 13 years ago at this point um, by this yeah. thing. But like what's really common with Nightcore is that it gets a lot of copyright flagging. So yeah. it tends to get like ripped down and re-uploaded and like shared that's why it existed so much more on LimeWire and like peer-to-peer stuff yeah 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 Mm -hmm. Um, just because it just like constantly gets ripped away (laughs) yeah it's also so easy I think to like find very bad Nightcore online now oh yeah we're gonna touch on that in a yeah it's like the ones where it's just like all all they did was just speed up like a song 2x like you could have done the same thing by like going to YouTube at the bottom well that's the thing so like right here I've got like you know Every a nightcore remix of every uh, every time we touched by Cascada. Uh-huh. Yes, and so this is definitely like that same exact thing that you just described. Like somebody has just taken it and sped it up a little bit because yeah. the track is already a dance track. Yeah, so it already has all the instrumental there. Yeah, so I don't need to like add anything. It's still kind of and it like sounds up, though, like, like this. The the genre sounds better or like not better, but it's like almost like enhancing it by making it faster. But then you know sometimes you look up like nightcore of like a not. Uh, like you know not like a club song and it they just speed it up a little bit and it's like yeah okay. do you want to do it i have an example of that yes please, okay please. so like that's the thing where like, then it transitions to like nightcore as a formula yes just definitely in things that are like oh hold on, there's like another i'm muting the ad for a second okay but yeah so this is definitely something that has not been turned into a club song it is just a like quote-unquote nightcore version um of bring me to life <laughs> hell yeah i mean honestly the overlap of Evanescence fans. We might have even played this one on the podcast before. Have, uh, <laughs> we sure we have. Like, a long time ago. Yeah. But it's great. But this is like a perfect not... Like, like in theory, it's like... It's like adjacent to... Uh, very, what am I going to say? It's like Dadaist of yeah, Nightcore right. creators. Absolutely. But like Evanescence, like... What, would you, what genre would you say Evanescence is? Like... Like a new metal alternative. New yeah, metal. I was say new metal alternative. Yeah, like, yeah. Like more radio alternative than quite new metal, but in that realm. It's Christian rock. Christian rock. Yeah, kind of. Touch upon it. But yeah, so like as you can tell, it's just literally pitch shifted. Yeah. They added no extra bass. They've done like no club beats yeah. behind it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like really funny on a way of like them kind of doing that. Well, and then I think part of like why we like it so much is because like 
almost always you can just search for any song nightcore remix and it, it will already exist yeah for example like, like i did it again same thing <laughs> yeah. they've just pitched her up yeah <laughs> it's kind of lazy almost but sometimes it works really well you know yeah like i like when they do a bunch of crazy shit you know it's just speak on it buddy it's better when they put a beat too yeah. i like this I is like, like chipmunks good... territory yeah. right and so that's definitely i feel like a weird like origin source for the sound of like people finding high-pitched vocals appealing like, yeah goes back to alvin and the chipmunks and probably some stuff even before that but like that's definitely like i think what gets applied to the genre lies like oh this just sounds like chipmunks singing but then, yeah, like there's a right. certain amount of people who i think find that cute or appealing yeah you know? yeah like you could imagine, like a little like anime character singing this instead of like exactly. a song, yeah, right, right. Um, some like chibi kind of vibes. And I it's easy, and it? it's easy to make yourself like if you if you like a song, you can make your own nightcore just by pitching, sh- you know, shifting the pitch yeah. you on think, your own computer. Do you, you know? think there's a connection to like Vocaloid culture as well, like Hatsune Miku and stuff like I that? I think that like, the thing is that that Vocaloid stuff comes way later in the game. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, there is a relationship to it, but that almost like happens like way later into the 2010s, mm-hmm. you know? So like, there's, that's the same era that like PC music is getting into like the yeah. nightcore influence, which like, um, cause now I'm going to shift over to my like SoundCloud playlist. Okay. Um, SoundCloud time, baby. Yeah. So like, that's the thing is that there's like a notable shift with Nightcore from going mm. from just being like a YouTube phenomenon to then sort of being uploaded into the SoundCloud space and starting yeah. to affect like the global internet mm. electronic mm-hmm. music sound yeah. in different ways. Um, so there's definitely like a handful of producers that were like pulling things, but that also just straight up people uploading their nightcore mixes that we were, they were doing to YouTube to SoundCloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is like a, a like a nightcore page on SoundCloud that's just called Nightcore. It's not related to the official duo who started the genre, mm. but it's just like they're doing a lot of those like formulaic speed up versions yeah, of nightcore right. tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but more in like the vein of like kind of interesting SoundCloud Nightcore. Yeah. There's um. Pony Baby, Heart Skip. This is definitely like a track that I think um, kind of came at the beginning of people bringing stuff to SoundCloud and starting to apply a little bit more interesting stuff to the genre. Mm-hmm. Like not just taking a track and speeding it up, but adding elements to it. Yeah, like a proper remix. Yeah. Because it's so vocals. far. Yeah, this goes. It's so British too. Imagine a little British anime girl. This I know. Is, this is heat. Wait, wait, what year is this? Um, once again, it's kind of hard with dating these things because these things are sure. re-uploaded. Yeah, so, right. like, this says like a handful of years ago, but I feel like I want to say this is probably like tw- you know twenty ten, like I don't know, maybe like twenty fourteen even. Yeah, because um, I definitely was listening to this in college. Because so yeah. I, because I asked because this, I, I, I think Eva's more embedded in the contemporary like electronic music scene than I am. But this, this sounds like it could have come out like last week or something yeah like i feel like this really sound hard. is like very like would you agree like yeah like a lot of like, the a lot of the big acts that that you're really into i feel I like, like are, it's like well it's also like it's it's like hyper poppy or whatever yeah i mean it yeah, sounds yeah. like i think definitely this is a moment when the hyper pop people were listening to stuff like this yes, you know yeah. like because um there's a lot of influence like carrying over because there's also um i have a track uh, like a mix by someone from um manicure records mm-hmm. which is kind of like earlier than a lot of the pc music people i feel like on um on soundcloud mm-hmm. and so like you kind of mentioned like the vocaloid influence that was there but i feel like 
the influence that's actually bigger, if you're familiar with J-pop world, is um, Yasutaka Nakata, actually. Okay. So mm-hmm. he, if for those who are unfamiliar, is a producer and a musician of his own right. Um, he has a group called Capsule with a vocalist that he's been working with for many years. He also produces Perfume, the um, J-pop girl group, as well as Kiari Pamu Pamu, mm-hmm. working with her at sort mm-hmm. of the beginning of her career. Um, he's produced like a large number of different acts and then like specific tracks with people. He's remixed Kylie Minogue before. So mm. he's definitely like a very big player in the Japanese like electronic music scene. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people who are listening to, who are making contemporary nightcore were sort of listening to his music as well. So um, this is like a remix of Chocolate Disco from uh, Chip Nails on uh, Manicure Records. Okay. It's Manny 005, Kawayuka's Regret. <laughs> But yeah, so this is like a, you know, perfume track that, you know, was produced by Nakata and like remixed by somebody. Oh, okay. And this influence is like seen in multiple people in the mm. scene as well. So I have like a, another one I'll play after. Okay. Damn, this is so fucking good. <laughs> so sick. Yeah, and so, the, you, you know, this is definitely, the vocals are just the original Chocolate Disco vocals sped up, and then they've added, like, a, a break underneath. Yeah. That's but, all you need. Yeah. <laughs> it's already, like, it, this song is originally a pretty dancing track, mm-hmm. but it's definitely, like, been up a Yeah. Yeah. Um, another track. This is actually a remix of Capsule by Night Corey mm-hmm. um, of Glider. So this one kind of falls more back on that like general just like reformulation of a song where he's just sped it up a little bit and not, there's not much added to it mm-hmm. um he's added like a little bit like this part right here mm-hmm. that was so yeah like, if you know the original song you know that this is just brought up a little bit in speed for the most part yeah It's actually funny because the vocal like phasing effect that happens from like it being pitched up makes it sound like more robotic too. I mean, the original vocalist for this, this version of uh, the original version of this song, she is a little bit roboticized. Mm -hmm. Like he put a little auto tune on her voice. He does that frequently in his like original mixes, um, specifically from this era of his production. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting that, yeah, like once you apply that filter, and then pitch it on top of that, like how much further it sounds from humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why like the Vocaloid kind of like intersection like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like um, it's just interesting to see like how there's multiple artists who are all listening to this like one person who's like a big producer mm. and then sort of taking their own like moments to remix him and give homage. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's, that's so sick. Yeah. Um, I have another one from Mike Corey actually that's like a classic. Okay. Which is, I think it's One Direction, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely from, like, the Jack dance era of partying. And yeah. he's familiar with Jack. I don't think so. Um, it, was like a, it was, like, a collective based in London that kind of expanded, and they were doing parties around. They used to do parties at China Chalet sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's actually where I met a bunch of those folks. Was like oh, okay. At China Chalet. Mm, rest in peace. Yeah. Shout out to Simon Wybray for that event. <laughs> this is like a Damn. really good drop right here. Pretty, pretty, pretty fire. Yeah, and it like borders on a little bit of dubstep vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. I feel like hyperpop now is so informed by like Nightcore and like dubstep. Like it makes sense that there's like these little roots you can find as you like scale back. Well, it's like what else was happening at the time, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the big thing about Nightcore too is that it's very rooted in people who listen to a lot of different genres of music mm. because it's such like a pirating kind of culture of like you're taking any given song that you hear like in the Dwayne Reed and being like the vocal in this is kind of cool. What if yeah. I sped it up and like you go rip it from YouTube, you bring it into your like audio programs and can turn it back out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like surprisingly, but like the people who I found that are big Nightcore fans are like very diverse listeners in yeah. their everyday. Mm-hmm. That's why like I feel like. Even though a lot of big pop songs get in there, like you'll find almost anything if you just type Nightcore. And yeah, like, yeah. Mm. It's funny how successful we are in finding whatever random. Because, mm-hmm. re- you know, it, we even found Slint Nightcore. We had David Paho. We had David Paho on like, the podcast. And we were like, introduce like, sh- David Paho to Nightcore. We were like, have you ever heard of Nightcore? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to ask my kids about this. Yeah. He was like, oh, this is uh, pretty cool. Thanks, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because um, speaking of like anything being turned in, so PC Music actually dropped this on their SoundCloud at one point a handful of years ago. This like Janet Jackson remix oh my God. Um, by oh, Easy Fun. Oh yes, no yes, 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 yes. This yeah. is definitely like from the era of like things being like influenced by Nightcore, but then being brought into a different yeah. context. And so you can hear a lot of the stereotypical like PC Music sounds. Every Easy Fun so- song sounds like you'd be bouncing on the trampoline. <laughs> like it's got such a trampoline vibe to it. Bouncing. This is crazy. I definitely have this liked on my original SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. That I do not have up anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is like one of the few things that like remains. Sometimes like I try to go back and find tracks and like things have been scrubbed. So yeah, like there's yeah. some other stuff that I'll talk about a little bit more later. Um that has like definitely like been ripped from SoundCloud even mm-hmm. like and I don't know if it was because of copyright things or just people like being like done with that music yeah. version of their music yeah. project. But yeah. So like you can definitely like see in interviews there's definitely references that you know A.G. Cook and Daniel Harrell were listening to Nightcore and like mm-hmm. influenced by it heavily. Yeah definitely. Yeah Take My Heart Away by Daniel Harrell literally sounds like I'm like a couple of the songs we've already yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah for sure for sure. <laughs> All right, this is actually a really funny one that's kind of... So the other thing that Nightcore kind of borders on is bubblegum bass. Mm. So this is a remix of Seosin's Seven Years by Mark Rito, formerly known as Spaz Kid. Um, And so, like, this still has, like, that Nightcore formula applied, but the instrumental is taken a different way, in my opinion. Mm. It just turns into, like... Yeah, this is a little... (laughs) This this brings me back to, like, ninth grade. (laughs) So Deep nostalgia vibes. That's, like, definitely a happy moment of Nightcore. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is why it's so awesome and like fits with internet culture, you know. You know what I see all the time, which is, it's not date like because I know decor is like the opposite of nightcore. But do you see like, like you see a lot of like slowed plus reverb remixes of songs, and like like, I feel like it's like. It's also, it, it makes things sound more nostalgic for some reason. It's like more atmospheric and. Yeah, I mean, that's also related though to like people doing the like Paul stretched fucking things where they take a song and make it like 8,000 yeah, years yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. almost. Yeah. It just turns it's like, into, like ba- an ambient. It's the one, it's like Baby by Justin yeah, it's Bieber. Baby by Justin like, Bieber for so, eight hours. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. 
um, but yeah, that definitely is like the in, like the complete opposite of this. Yeah, like, the yeah. Other perspective. But I think that the what's interesting about the slow and reverb thing is that that I feel like comes more related to chopped and screwed culture than yeah, nightcore yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. Like as a you know, because um, the chopped and screwed stuff is really where they start doing that like lean and fade out. Kind yes. Of stuff, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in my opinion. But yeah. So this remix, it's just, it's you know, so interesting how uh, it it's interesting how you know these two remix genres that it's very easy to explain what it is you're basically either slowing it down or turning it up but each of them have their own distinct like histories of like how they got to be exactly how they are yeah like isn't that it's this is only getting better as it keeps going yeah i don't want to play it at work tomorrow yeah Yeah. oh yeah no this this thing is that um mark redito's remixes are definitely something you can play in like an office or like work setting yeah they kind of are okay yeah because they're like a little bit sweeter because like this hits on a little bit more of like a softer sound i feel yeah because like in contrast i have this track by um sun moon on night corp called me and you that's a remix of Cassie's Me and You. Oh. And this shit hits hard. Well, like very already, oh, already, already sounds, sounds ridiculous. Sounds like boss boss music. Like also the melodies for the like boop 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 It's so good. It's so good sped up. And that's the thing is that like Night Corp, if you're interested in Night Corp, has like a large selection of just, it's basically a collective of people who are all creating their own interesting Night Corp mixes and yeah. putting them up together. Um, so there's people who have like 30 minute mixes or hour long mm. mixes, but then there's also just like individual tracks yeah. like this, um, that they put together as compilations. Um, so yeah, this all, their their page is still fully active. You can listen to like their whole archive. Yeah. They haven't hidden anything, so... Like Kazan is like who you smoke cigarettes outside at in the back parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Said Kazan is the person you go into yeah, the yeah, back yeah, yeah, of yeah. like school parking lot to smoke yes. cigarettes. Yeah. And they give you like a like here's a Parliament light. Yeah, they give you a Parliament <laughs> light, and you're like, and tell you it's a Marlboro. That's the thing. Oh no, it's just like so, the wrong track mislabeled. Yeah. Set you on, mm. or they or they give you a clove, which a, is even worse. Oh, God, that's so high school. <laughs> All Why right. is my phone like it's playing out loud? It's the it's on silent. Uh, it no, wants to not. talk. No, it's not. It's honestly really phobic. <laughs> All right, it's phobic. It's giving phobic, phobic. giving phobia. Right. So, um, I guess like this next track that I have kind of goes back a little bit towards the Mark Rodito remix before of like kind of people who were doing things that were similar to Nightcore and like bringing them to their own space. So this mm-hmm. is a track by Unicorn Kid called Need You. Um, and so like this is definitely something that where he was referencing. You know the the '90s rave scene in the UK heavily, and taking it and doing like a modern take on it, so you can obviously hear directly. Like, yeah, this is a sample that's actually I can't remember the original. This name. sounds like Cecile Believe. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> off the uh, who did all the Sophie vocals? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this is definitely like you know something where um, you know he was touring a lot and like dropping some like you know weird nightcore mixes into his live sets yeah and, um here and there um it's funny though because he actually worked with the pet shop boys and did a remix for them oh wow at one point so like 
you know, the, it, Nightcore actually has a fairly deep reach in the music community. Yeah, so, like, who it yeah. could possibly touch up against, which is funny, like, people who are aware of it. Yeah. So I just, like, love the idea that the Pet Shop Boys are vaguely aware that, like, Nightcore exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I really want them to do, like, a Nightcore album. Yeah. That would be sweet. Pet Shop Boys Nightcore like, album. That would be amazing. Um, so, yeah. I think that there's, like, a lot of other people now who are kind of doing, like, similar things to what, like, Unicorn Kid was doing. But, yeah. like... Uh, or what Mark Reader was doing, kind of being influenced by Nightcore. Same thing with PC Music Crowd. Um, but now, like, in terms of people who are, like, still putting out, like, new, new Nightcore, mm-hmm. there's this group in Poland called Wixapol who's really fucking sick. They yeah. throw parties. Um, but this is a, a remix of Boys Who Like Boys by DJ Tego Tipu. And it's just, like, you know, kind of going back to the idea that, like, anything that's been in music history is rife for like stealing from any given point in time so this is like an 80s track yeah it's giving me yaoi <laughs> yeah i love a good yaoi moment getting who's been slapped with a yaoi paddle <laughs> what is it it's, it's a blur sample because this is yes. like blur yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like you know that's why i was kind of saying before like you know the people who like nightcore are pretty diverse listeners like yeah you know they take take stock of any interesting lyric or any interesting sort of thing and think about like how they can flip it how they can push it um this is just so fire i would like lose my mind if i heard this live i just like imagine being in like a warehouse in warsaw like like smoked out with deep fog and disrupts yeah yeah exactly They have a lot of more like unhinged frog, right? stuff on their yeah. uh, on their SoundCloud, so like I definitely recommend looking up the like Crazy Frog track that they have on their SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, it's like called like Crazy Frog Overture. It's really insane. Crazy Frog Overture. I like will not play it right now because it's really it's too it's too much to handle. Like <laughs> yeah, you'll have to take that. Take it too powerful. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Audience, Honestly, take that one with like. I love Crazy Frog. It puts the kind of energy on the podcast that we'll never be able to get away from. <laughs> well, like, Crazy Frog is definitely like borderline nightcore energy. True. Yeah. Like yeah. Alright, this is another one right now that's actually like a newer person that I like. Um, it's Sophia AAHJKL semicolon 8601. This is a remix that she did um, of I Got Boots by Bada Namu, who is like this like Chinese or I think origin AI like YouTube kids show. Whoa. And so she oh, just has sounds- this really fire remix of it. That's be that's so sick. Like grabbing like from like some weird ass YouTube video. It's like a kid's show. Yeah. Whoa, this is so sick. I've been trying to get her book. So bad. So good. So yeah, like definitely like, you know, taking still like heavy influence from the hardcore scene. Yeah. And like, you know, this like kind of is more breakcore. I feel like she even tagged it breakcore on. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's the thing is that like the, the nightcore breakcore borderline is kind of blurring. Yeah. Um, same thing with this run right here. View is at the club past blunt mix by Akafe from Chow Gardam. So um, Chow Gardam is uh, Manapool and Denny Rev's kind of collective that they've formed recently. And yeah. this is from, I think, uh, one of their, what is this? Yeah, this is a Jungle Sunday compilation track that they did. Um, but yeah, I think it's funny, just like, you know, it's still going. Like, Nightcore is still, like, influencing so many people and, like, pushing the boundary. And, like, you know, this track is fire to begin with. But then, like, yeah, to just bring it into that, like, chip team like, sound. It's sick. Damn, it's so... 
like it's about to go right now. There's definitely an overlap with Bright Quartz too, because there's like I'm thinking about like gore shit and stuff, where it's like literally all like anime girl vocals, mm-hmm. and then just like breaks, and that's all it is. And it's like you can there's a taste, there's a taste. Um, this is definitely something that like I don't know I'm like looking forward to like how Nightcore is going to keep evolving with the genres and stuff yeah so like um, like I said earlier like there is a Nightcore page on SoundCloud that is still putting out like tracks constantly of pop songs that are kind of out and so this is like a quote unquote Nightcore version of Billie Eilish's I Don't Wanna Be You Anymore that I think is really interesting because it definitely falls into that territory of like they've pitched it up they've sped it up just a little bit but it's like not a dance track at all. Yeah, right. And like Billie Eilish is known for her kind of deeper voice. So it's like mm-hmm. interesting that they just are like, nah, she would be better like a little yeah. pushed up. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I just wish you could feel what you say. Show never tell, but I know you too well. Got a mood. And like I'm fairly certain they removed the rest of the instrumental from this or like tuned it down. Yeah, yeah. The original version has got a little bit more instrumental behind it, like strings of some kind. But it almost is like they took the acapella. Yeah, yeah. Which is definitely a technique that people in like nightcore like remake scene will do. So like yeah. the acapella from YouTube. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I'm definitely a fan of the broader definition of nightcore mm. in general. Like, I'm yeah. sure. Oh no, we're getting an emergency weather alert. Oh. Is it snowing? <laughs> What's going to happen? Yo, what track is this? this yeah, is what track is this? This is fire. <laughs> um, I've definitely been at a rave before where they had like you know the like TV emergency alert system. Oh I like am trying to find that. If anybody listening knows that like D and B track that samples the emergency weather alert system <laughs> thing yeah. from your old TV in the 80s, like send it to Holy me. Holy shit, <laughs> that's so um, fucking good. Yeah, so that's pretty much all of the tracks that like I brought as like prime examples of like nightcore stuff. That's a mate. That's a very rich history. Very rich. Lots history. of variety. It's great. Yeah. Lots going on it. there. It's so good. People are going to be listening to this and be like, "Remember when we did that nightcore episode and it wasn't very good?" It's <laughs> <laughs> just this us was just like much looking up nightcore. Yeah, because we like we wanted to we listen to looking at the, nightcore. The true history. And then yeah. we did like I think like we talked about Black Midi at some point too. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, That's that all. like micro genre on YouTube, like with the notes or some shit is that just like and when people are stripping things down to the midi notes it's when they it's when you like try to okay you take like a song and you try to put as much like extraneous extra midi information uh, alongside of it mm, so okay, it's okay. like you're overloading the amount yeah, of like you're like pegging the cpu with midi okay because i was gonna yeah. say i follow this like tumblr page that's been just churning out for years like a bot just like midi versions of various tracks yes. which is really funny yeah they just put it in a in a plug-in and generate the midi notes to sound like the it's just yeah. like consistent it's like yeah. every day they post five songs like, and they have been and i'm just like is somebody is there's a team fun? yeah there's a team yeah that's like how i feel about a lot of the nightcore pages i'm like who's doing this like all day every day like to be able to keep up with this volume of yeah. like, new music it's crazy um it's so wild that's amazing. It's hard to search for Black Midi now because of the bands. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I really messed it all up. I search Black Midi, I get the bands. I search Black Midi YouTube, I get the band songs. Wow. Black Midi example. Yeah. 
try. I bet to, they do. I bet they've never even listened to a black MIDI song. Yeah. Probably. Not. I mean, this is the struggle with all kind of like internet genres, though, is the like archiving of them and like you know people kind of don't. There's like people who like uphold themselves as these like you know genre archivists and yeah. like keep their YouTube page open as much as possible, and then other things just get like ripped and disappear, which yeah. is so like traumatizing when you're like, I just really want to listen to that one song again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just gotta rip your own videos every time. I know. Just to, like, it's time to start own. data curating a bit. I have like oh you got oh, the weather there it one is, too. baby. What does it say? Snow squall warning until three forty five PM Eastern time. <laughs> Slow down or delay travel. Be ready for sudden drops and near zero visibility and icy roads in heavy snow. I didn't get oh no, I did get it. It's gonna snow snow tonight? No. I mean they're they're warning us. Moon's this is come BS, to my yo. This is absolute BS. I don't have snow on my forecast. Okay. It's, even right it's about to snow in just a second. This is yeah. fucked up. This nasty bitch. We should okay. We should we should finish the podcast. Um, I'm gonna after on. speaking of snow. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up like an, another nightcore track that's like snow vibes. Yes. Oh, I please, love snow please. vibes. Like, winter vibes. Would winter you say? vibes. Yeah. Definitely yes. Winter vibes because we love winter. Snow I honestly squall love winter warning vibes. wind advisory. So it's gonna be like whipping in your face oh jesus christ great can't wait to <laughs> go to the l train <laughs> <laughs> fuck my life oh my this God. is the cutest photo we've ever taken together it's good i look sweaty because my hair is so greasy and i look like i'm chilling in the back yeah. which is exactly what i'm doing my hair is like so greasy it's a good representation like of reality you know, it's like messy it's like other podcasts is still recording, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like, um, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, this yeah. is um, this is from Night Court. This is pl- uh, a track called Plur Fly. And it's just like, Whoa. I definitely think about this, like with blowing snow. Like this is a track that I've definitely listened to in a blizzard. And yes. like, I'm keeping going. Perfect. Yeah, one of the things about Night Corp specifically is that like a lot of the tracks I don't know the original song, and so like you have that struggle of being like, what is the sample of this? Or, like, yeah, the original version, yeah. which I think is fun. This is great. I would love to get stuck in a blizzard listening to this track. Nightcore is definitely like can be a genre that like keeps you alive. It like keeps you pumping. It's ADHD. Is there literally is there frozen nightcore? I'm sure there is. Like frozen, frozen by Madonna. Well, frozen that's like really big on TikTok now. That one remix of Frozen. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's like some. It's just like a sound that everybody uses. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like yeah yeah. When is Madonna gonna pay Lady Gaga back for all the Lady Gaga's done for her career? <laughs> Good question. When we have Madonna on the podcast, I was like, "Thank you, Lady Gaga, Thank for inspiring you so much, me." Lady Gaga. Um, I just feel like it's unfair. For everything like, I've done, I've learned from you. I feel like they're making a Madonna movie, like a biopic. Oh, my God. oh it's Gaga. snowing outside, everyone. Fuck. It begins. <laughs> it begins. Uh, all right. Well. Um. There's another uh, piece of subject matter that Heaven is a verified expert at, and that is the Betty Boop Facebook community. Yes. And I have always loved uh, every time Heaven posts a set of Betty Boop edits um, for for any occasion or holiday. There's always someone around to make a Betty Boop edit for you. So 
Um, I also would love to hear the oral history oh. of the Betty Boop Facebook community. Is, is a Betty Boop edit? Is this an image? Is it a video? Is it, a, it can be a, and a couple of things. So generally, like it comes from the photo edit culture. Like think blingy. Yeah. Like, yes. You know, so it's like people taking photos into these little like image editing processors and adding like glitter graphics to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And so there's like pick mix and Ikimi and like all of these different ones. And now like on iPhones and Android phones, there's all these different apps like that you can get. Kira Kira. Yeah, exactly. So it comes from like that kind of picture culture in Japan of like going to the photo booth and like applying stickers to a photo that you took with your friend. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, it, it intersects with like sort of old women on Facebook who maybe like aren't inclined to take a photo of themselves at their current age for like self-confidence reasons. So they will like make these images of cartoon characters, for example, instead as their profile picture or like, um, so that's kind of how it started was my friend's mom. Like she added me to all of these Facebook groups, like flowers and things and like just cute animals. And like, yeah, there was one that was specifically called, I think like it was magnificent pics. Mm -hmm. And so my friend's mom actually ended up being the admin of these groups and was like the one that was like curating the larger content of what people were submitting. And there was like thousands of people in each of them, which was insane to me. And so I started like kind of taking note of like how much I enjoyed these, like really like, old lady memes instead mm-hmm. of the real memes that people were posting because they yeah. just like fed me more in some way so it started i started going deeper and finding that there was just one page for everything so it's like disney ones there's minions ones there's like tinkerbell ones but then like betty boop ones were just such a large there was like more betty boop pages i feel like than any other mm. um and i think it's because of the generation of these people who are looking at it like that was the cartoon sex symbol of their era of like mm-hmm. growing up like that was the like cartoon that's been around yeah, right. and also like she's marketed so heavily to that age bracket mm-hmm. um so I think a lot of them like see themselves in her and will like mm. edit Betty Boop to look like a variant of them. So oh. it's like, there's definitely like, you know, the thing about Betty Boop as her character, she's like very much like racially ambiguous in a certain mm. fashion mm-hmm. that like, you know, the origins of her are argued, whether she's like an illustration based off of Helen Kane or right. like baby Esther, who is a, you know, jazz kind of scat singer performer mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and if you look at like it, just the, the images of them both, it's like clearly a mix kind of of, of them. Sure. Betty Boop was originally a poodle, actually, which is kind oh. of funny. Like oh. her original form was a dog. Um, <laughs> a bitch, so to speak. Yeah, she's, she's always been a hot bitch. <laughs> yeah. um, so the thing is that like, you know, I see so many people who have like Boricua bumper stickers with Betty Boop on it where like mm-hmm. dressed it as the Puerto Rican flag. Okay. But then I also mm-hmm. see people who like identify with her as a black woman or identify her with her as like a white woman or whatever. So I feel like there's an appeal to people of across like the spectrum mm, yeah. that like they can see and like, because like more than Barbie, you know what I mean? For a yeah. lot of people, because like Barbie is a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm not blonde and skinny, but they're like, oh, Betty Boop's got curly hair and a figure and yeah. she's a little sexy, but she's independent. And like yeah. they can project themselves onto her, yeah. which is why then it turns into people making an edit for every day of the year yeah. of like whatever's yeah. happening. Yeah. Like some of my favorites that have like I've come across um there's this one woman named Tashar who runs a Betty Boop Wonderful Creations group. And then I think she actually has like a public page now that's just like Betty Boop Creations by Tashar. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like really want to get in on it, you can like friend me on Facebook and I'll invite you to all of them. Oh, um, you know I'm going to be doing So that. <laughs> the thing is that like she is prolific. Like she spends a large amount of her day. So like there was a hurricane in the Bahamas where she lives at one point. Like and she like made a picture of Betty Boop in a raincoat on the beach, like mm. blowing away in the wind. <laughs> 
or like um, when the there was like a, some event recently where like the Taliban took over the president's office in Afghanistan and she posted a picture of Betty Boop edited to be sitting on the president's desk like the and like there's Taliban members around her and it just says <laughs> where is the president oh my yeah. god um, no. so there's like that's no the limit. picture for the the, po- the yeah episode. we're gonna that's the artwork for yeah, the episode it's really good I'll try to find sure. it I think I have it's it really I would love that um, so like the thing is that like any current event they'll do yeah for. is there a Ukraine Russia one yet there, there must probably be. has I like I have to check it's gonna drop yeah it's it's like if it makes a big headline that's the thing is that because like a lot of the people who are creating these are like in their you know 50s to 60s I want to say so like they're watching like cnn and so whatever like cnn headline pops up they're like yep oh it's just my fan on the side of like, like my uh stove fan it flaps it's yeah. really windy it is it is windy psychotic. yeah it's oh, a it's squall not gonna be good <laughs> yeah it's winter wonderland out there yeah. cars are gonna be like a hundred dollars maybe yeah <laughs> in camp um but the ta- the taliban betty boob that one is like a, a peak to me because like everybody amazing. everybody That's talks wild. about the 911 one that like the Betty Boop official account <laughs> will post their own images still yeah and so they posted like a never forget 911 one like a couple years ago and everybody thought that was like the craziest thing it's like no yeah. it gets deeper no it's way also mind better, you like yeah. during the whole pandemic they've been putting ones about the pandemic as well oh like, yeah oh, there's no, tons yeah. of ones I have one that's really good though of like a bunch of different Betty Boops of different races all running together and then there's like a gravestone that says like no need to rush we all run to the same place or something like that <laughs> oh my god there's a lot of like that's memento dark. mori ones that are really good oh wow you know just like or like sad ones i yeah. like the sad ones yeah yeah melancholy yeah. Um, but a lot of them are just like they take any image of a, a woman's body and will just put betty boop's head on top oh, yeah. so sometimes they're like anime characters clearly sometimes they're like old pinup girls yeah sometimes they're like actual human people that they've just put her face on top of you can just send a full Dumb. body picture and hey can someone put betty boop's face on me well the best part is requesting personal edits yes when they have like a frame and they'll like put your name on it they need to get on patreon that's what i betty boop giantess edits yo like putting her on like giant bodies with like little people on her feet well this is the thing though there's definitely like i have a couple of like obese betty boop edits that they've made that are like not like gainer fantasy stuff like it's not deviantart gainer it's like definitely like someone being like oh i'm plus size yeah yeah plus size betty boop yeah time to get into the gainer subcultures on deviantart oh jesus we have like we've we've been over that stuff we've already plush dolls in my apartment like from the 80s like one is like a slightly updated version of the previous one yeah they're like on the bookshelf in the, in nice. the bedroom because they have like a whole merch store at Universal mm-hmm. Studios. It's oh, all Betty sure. Boop merchandise. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's where a lot of it comes from. Yeah, that you see. That's like that in the dollar store. Oh, is the so dollar store true. have she's lots like a, of? Yeah, she, she ends up there a lot because yeah. she's licensed in two mm-hmm. ways. So there's like the TV studio that originally owned her, and then there's like a different company that has like a licensing thing for branded products. Yeah, and I imagine bootleg. There's probably so much, and yeah, the bootleg market is huge. Yes, yeah, I imagine. Do you own a lot of? merchandise i mean i'm collecting more yeah the thing is that like i currently don't have a, like a lot of space to put a ton of right so you need like, like a you need like a studio you need yeah. like an old i'm slowly like converting <laughs> i want to convert all of like my personal daily use items to like betty boot branded things like i have a keychain mm. for example yeah toothbrush and so then yeah like getting a toothbrush like getting like the perfect, slippers. perfect yeah. solution <laughs> to uh to not having a lot of room but wanting to collect mm. betty boop is Betty Boop NFTs. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck up, Do they exist? I don't, I don't Mark that not, so we can be, get rid of that honest, part of the yeah. game. Like the official Betty Boop let's NFT do a scam. is not dropped. Let's do a scam, guys. If we click, it'll mark. I'm Y'all, like, let's do it. 
Jesus Christ. Betty Boop NFTs. Don't say that word. Don't say that word in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, again. I was going to say oh, that's cursed. That it's so fucking cringe, yo. We're going to get taken down. Jesus Christ. I'm just imagining like the follow-up post like, we hear you. We no, we are no longer like the Betty Boop official page. It's like, we no longer are doing NF- anything I mean, related yeah. to NFTs after learning more. No, I mean, like, she's <laughs> definitely a commercial object. Like, they would and they have no apologies about it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. confirmed on that. That's the thing is that the Betty Boop Facebook group people are fucking with copyrights in a beautiful way. Like, they're mm. just like, yeah. they do not give a shit yeah. about anything because there's no one coming after them either because it gets filtered into like creative use safe space I think a lot of the time yeah, yeah, yeah. but like you know it's the sort of thing where like I just appreciate that they like take this image that is a commercial commodity and like rip it around and just it's like great. edit however they want and like yeah. put her in the weird context of like sitting on the president's <laughs> desk of Afghanistan next to the Taliban AP that's, photo that's such I, I need to see that one it's it just so works good. it just sounds it like just it works, works. Mm-hmm. she's I everywhere mean, she can you can put her anywhere that's yeah. the thing is like she exactly. can be put anywhere she like can be Carmen anything. San Diego exactly yeah. so true where in the world is she Yo, I need a mashup. I need Betty Boop wearing the Carmen San Diego outfit. No. Straight up, I I'm sure it like exists. I've seen that. Like, that's that's got to be. Yeah, she would definitely be. That'd be very. That's um, pretty. That's hot, the thing is that honestly. Facebook is the delicate <laughs> archive for all of this content too. So I've been trying to like pull ones for myself that are good, but there's yeah. so much more that I don't even have saved that I'm like, I kind of wish I could like contact Facebook and be like, "Hi, can I have the data archive for yeah, all of I, these Facebookers?" Uh, yeah. I need a down. I need a rip. Import. Yeah, make like a we web scraper. Yeah, yeah. That slowly goes to the pages and scrolls down <laughs> and downloads yep, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayback machine, one. right? Yeah. That's, That's the thing not, is well, that this isn't fall into wayback machine territory. Yeah, it's, not, it's not archived. Yeah. It's it's so like the problem is these centralized platforms are like so much harder to archive shit off of than like old HTML yeah websites yeah, yeah there's so much JavaScript on Facebook to pull through to yeah. actually get and content out mm-hmm. yeah it's messy 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 well, Mark Zuckerberg if you're listening to the podcast today <laughs> probably eat your heart out we hate you probably you probably listen suck yo I hate you Mark yo Zuckerberg. I have a message for Mark Zuckerberg yo. I don't like you. I don't like you at all. Hey, so if you're listening, thanks, but I don't like you. We don't like you. That's my My message, message to Mark Zuckerberg is I know you're a lizard. Right? <laughs> right? Like I know. The mummy $300. We know he's, he's not himself. hiding anything. That haircut is not covering More like not anything. anymore, baby. More yeah. Like yeah. And Jesse Mark Eisenberg Zuckerberg, looks nothing honestly. like you. You know? That's true. Oh, it is snowing yeah, outside. This is not good. Yeah. Sheesh. I should have. I brought an extra layer. That's. Oh, you did? I'm yeah. wearing snowboarding pants. I kind of knew. I was gonna ask. Those are very sick. Yeah, I found these in like a, a dumpster pile. Nice. Yeah. I'm seating up. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's got to I mean, get I'm, his full full onesie snowsuit on. I got a crop top and a puffer. Yep. So. It's <laughs> oh, so fine. Listen to some night core. It'll keep you warm. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's true. exactly. All right. Well, Heaven, do you have any plugs you'd like to uh, plug at the end of the pod? Um, if you want to get in touch with me, I am Heaven Ender on Instagram and Facebook. So if you're like interested in touching base about more Nightcore things or weird Betty Boop things, hit me up. Um, and then I believe it's March 12th. Uh, my friends and I host a drag show at Come On Everybody in bed Yes. Yeah, straight, straight to, to DVD. DVD. Um, if you're in the drag scene, Little Peace is going to be there from Philly. If you don't know who Little Peace is, I'm going to actually link it in the description yeah. the, there's a, like a, can i pull it moderate to yeah can you severity? can you play it can you play it <laughs> like, please hold on um it changed my life and i hope it changes yours and i cannot wait to see little piece perform um at straight to dvd so i will be there heaven will be there and uh it's 
It's always it's always a great time. Oh my god, there's an ad. Hold on, <laughs> they're, they're, they're showing an ad. ads before. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, I'm like, I'll watch it so that little piece gets like five cents or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll, we'll play out the episode with uh, moderate to severe severity. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even know how pussy you could really be. <laughs> this is the young Onyx and gay Dembo extended version. Yes. But yeah. Anybody moderate else got plugs? I'm plugging. Um, Nothing. I don't have any plugs. Any plugs? Um, I like. Don't have any plugs. So I'm plugging this song. Yeah. I have no plugs. No plugs. No plugs. No plugs. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, she's really big on TikTok and Instagram right now. Little piece. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm plugging. I'm plugging little piece. Any anything related to little piece? Oh, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna plug uh, Carrie Colby for bullying all the girls in the Starting Eight shirts. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. They're dropping. They're dropping like flies. Like flies. <laughs> the pronouns are changing left, right, yeah, back, yeah, yeah. and forth. <laughs> it's the season of eggs. Yeah, it really is. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.